Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we'll be talking about it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by La Rosas. We'll tell you a little bit more about them in just a bit. On this memorial edition, as when this is when that's posting, you could be listening to it at any time. Um, uh, Kyle and I are taking the day off. But we have some content for you. We will share an interview that I got to take part in on the local show that I do out of Lexington, Big Blue Insider, which you can hear weeknights, 6 to 8 p.m. It is Dick Gaber and I. And we talked to UK football commit John Young, one of the first guys to kind of get this ball rolling in the impressive recruiting class that Mark Stoops has been putting together right now. Um, So uh, without further ado, let's start that interview with John Young. One of the future Wildcats is on our celebrity hotline, John Young, a Kentucky commit. John, how are you tonight? Doing well. How are you? Uh, we're very well. Thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, I know you've gone through a lot of this stuff, but uh, we'd love to if you would answer these for our listeners. First of all, why Kentucky when you made your choice? Uh, you know, Kentucky always just felt like home anytime I visited. Uh, I visited there a lot of times. Um, and, you know, I've always grown up a Kentucky fan. And, you know, after talking with the staff and spending time around the players and the, and the campus, you know, I just knew it was right for me. What is it like? You grew up a Kentucky fan. You knew it's a process. There, there was interest. Then there was an offer. And then you said yes. I mean, what was that like for a young guy like you? Uh, it was crazy. You know, I'll, still, I'll never forget getting that offer from Kentucky. My sophomore year, you know, it was one of the best moments of my life. You know, I grew up watching Kentucky football, Kentucky basketball, Kentucky everything. And, um, you know, having interest from a school like that was, was really just a, a high moment for me. And to get an offer as a sophomore, I mean, I've got to think that in your dreams you were thinking maybe by the time you are a senior you'd get an offer, but you got it out of the way. Yeah, I remember in like seventh grade or eighth grade, I remember telling my parents, you know, I want to play for Kentucky. And, uh, you know, I was hoping maybe I'd get, like, a preferred walk-on or something or, <laughs> you know, maybe earn an offer, like, my senior year or something. But, you know, it all came pretty quick for me in high school. And, you know, them as well as a lot of other schools came calling. So it was a huge blessing to get, get that type of interest that early. Hey, John, it's Curtis. And I'm, I'm, you were at uh, the Open. Uh, that's what they call it, right? Down in Nashville? The opening. The, the opening, opening, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, going up against, that's one of the camps where the elite guys are invited. So you're going up against the best uh, you know, in the country. I'm sure it was, well, first of all, I'll just ask you, what was that experience kind of like for you? How much fun did you have? Oh, I had a ton of fun. You know, I, I got to spend some time with some guys that I know from around the, the recruiting world and the football world. And also got to go against some really good players and get some really good instruction from some great coaches. So uh, really worth the trip down to Nashville and had a great time. Now, uh, my follow-up is, what is kind of the perception of Kentucky football now uh, when you're in those circles of, you know, the national guys, the recruiting, the, the elite guys from around the country? What, what are they saying about UK football and Mark Stoops? You know, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that because, you know, there is a different vibe around it. You know, it goes from, you know, we're kind of getting lower-level guys to, you know, I'm talking to five stars that are, you know, asking me, you know, if they think Kentucky's right for them and, and if they should go to Kentucky and I'm recruiting, you know, five-star guys to come play with me. So, um, you know, it's kind of cool to be able to talk to all those top-tier guys and them all have such great things to say about Kentucky and have Kentucky so high on their list. Talking with John Young, Kentucky commit from Christian Academy in Louisville. 
John, it's not, as, as we all know, the biggest football program in Louisville. I actually went to Trinity, which is now. Uh, but I, I think it goes to show that wherever you play, and, and you just talked with Curtis about an event you were able to attend, wherever you play, there are people watching you. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's interesting how recruiting has evolved. And the fact that you're a four-star athlete at Christian Academy, uh, that speaks well of the hard work you've put in. Yeah, I mean, and and I've had such a great experience here at Christian Academy. You know, we've had, there's been other players before me, Jake Polson, uh, who's starting tight end in Minnesota right now, and Milton Wright, who's going to be a starting receiver at Purdue this year. Uh, guys that have come before me at this program uh, that have built it up what it is. But, you know, all of us, you know, at any level, I think you've got to work hard to make that Division One level. And, you know, it can be a little tougher at a smaller school playing against smaller competition, but I've managed to get it done. Have you talked to Max Godby, a Christian Academy alum and a former Kentucky offensive lineman? Yeah, I have talked to Max. He's around the program a lot, and he actually helped me with some shot put stuff this year since oh. he was a shot put thrower at Cal as well. Okay. Yeah, and I heard that's, a, that's one of your other big kind of passions and one of your goals for your senior season, the way I understand it, right? Uh, you're looking to make a big impact on the track and field field. Yes, yes, that's true. You know, I'm trying to win a state championship here uh, next week in shot put, so hopefully I'll be able to get that done. And you kind of just do that for fun, right? I mean, it keeps you in shape, but it's, it's, it's another way to compete, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's just another thing to keep me occupied outside of football season. But, you know, I started it freshman year. It's just a way to stay busy and really ended up falling in love with it, wanting to get better at it. So, you know, now that I'm in my third year of it, uh, and being able to throw it pretty far. One of the things that fascinates me about the recruiting process, and, and you, your finalists were UK, UofL, Ohio State, Georgia, Purdue, and Michigan. Those are just the cream of the crop. Uh, and every one of those, I'm sure, came at you trying to make you understand how much they wanted you, how great they think you are, all that stuff. That's a lot for a young guy to handle. How do you deal with that? How do you process that? Uh, you know, it's all about just kind of keeping things in perspective. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a high school kid playing high school football. And, you know, these places, they all want to put their best foot forward and, you know, talk about about how great of a player I am at the end of the day. You know, i got to keep things in perspective and, and stay humble and just realize what got me to this point, which is which is hard work. Um, what was uh, your reaction to Justin uh, Rogers, uh, you know, pulling the trigger for Kentucky, a five-star guy that you were just, you know, you're talking about running in those circles down at the opening. Uh, when you saw that uh, commitment, uh, what, what went through your mind? Uh, you know, I, I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. I had been talking to Justin uh, a lot since we were on the same official visit together. Um, you know, we had been talking almost every day since then, and I'd been telling him about how, you know, we need him at Kentucky and how he can make such a big impact on the team. So, you know, for him to finally pull the trigger and kind of shut his recruiting process down was so huge. Any idea, because you know, obviously, other kids in Louisville, a new head coach at UofL, which for a while there dominated the recruiting scene in Louisville, but now, of course, that is changing with Mark Stoops. But UofL, I know, is going to try to, you know, take back control of Louisville, but. Any idea what the reaction or response has been among the high schools to the new staff at U of L? Because I know you're going to try to keep things rolling for Kentucky there. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I've got nothing but good things to say about that staff at U of L. Um, you know, I visited there a couple times with that new staff, and, and I think they're all a bunch of bunch of good men over there. And I think they're going to turn that into a winning program. But at the end of the day, you know, I think Kentucky's going to own this state and recruiting for a long time, and I don't think we got to worry about when it comes to recruiting anytime soon. Wow. So, um, you know, I think we're going to own the state here for a while. 
Um, along those lines, you know, talking about getting keeping guys in state, uh, Bo Allen obviously picked Kentucky. Uh, that most people thought that that was going to happen, but how, how do you kind of like forming that maybe coalition where you guys can become now recruiters for this team? Yeah, it's great. You know, me and Bo are actually uh, really good friends. He's actually coming to stay with me this weekend for Memorial Day weekend here in Louisville. So, you know, we've really been able to form a good bond, a good friendship, and and start talking to other guys. You know, we talk every day about who's next and who we're talking to every day and who we talk to the most. So, um, you know, really looking forward to playing with Bo and recruiting this class with him. Who are you talking to the most? Uh, I'd say the guy I'm talking, I'm talking to the most right now would be uh, Vito Tisdale. I talk to Vito daily. He's from Bowling Green and a mm-hmm. uh, four-star four guy. Uh, I also talk to, like, Michael Drennan a lot. He's a guy from Ohio who's a running back. And um, a couple other guys, Torrance Davis, Octavius Oxendine, are some guys that I keep in contact with pretty daily. Vito Tisdale is rated number one player in the state. Are you getting any feel from him, any vibe from him? Oh, of course. You know, I think he loves Kentucky right now, and I think he's he's really starting to see what this class is doing. Um, You know, he texted me after Justin committed and said, um, you know, man, this class is coming together like crazy. And I was like, you know, you're next. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hear the rest of that interview in just a minute. But before that, I do want to tell you guys, about La Rosa's Pizzeria, which is just open here in Lexington. It is on Richmond Road, right next to the Skyline and the First Watch. La Rosa's is a Cincinnati thing, kind of like Skyline Chili. It was started by Buddy La Rosa's in 1954. And you can tell it's good because it's been around this long. They've got over 40 selections on their menu, and all of it is available for pickup, delivery, or you can go in there and have a meal in their great dining room they don't just have pizzas they got salads they got pastas and buddy they got breadsticks as well all is delicious so go check it out you can go to larosas.com for more information or you can give them a call 888-LA-ROSAS that's l-a-r-o-s-a-s check them out larosas.com this is locked on kentucky your team every day john young who is a kentucky commit from an offensive lineman from christian academy what is your relationship like with uh, John Schlarman, and how much did the coaching staff kind of sell you on all the success they've had uh, with that line, you know, having a guy drafted this year with so- Georgia soft OJ, Bunchy Stallings becoming an All-American and signing a free agent deal? How much was that kind of in their pitch? Uh, you know, I've, I've always had a great relationship with Coach Schlarman. He, he had been coming to school and seeing me at practice and been interested in me since my freshman year, so... You know, he had been with me through the beginning of my recruiting process and even before it even started. So, you know, he was a guy that was there from the beginning and we always had a great bond. And, um, you know, he was in there when I made my commitment. And, you know, we, we spent most of that weekend together. And uh, I've been able to talk with him and his wife and his family. And they're all such good people. And he's a guy that I really look forward to playing for. John, you were talking about really being sold on Kentucky committing as a sophomore. So that means each of the last three years, you've watched your future school go to a bowl game and this past year was the best year they've had in, in 40-odd years. Uh, what was that like for you to watch the program to which you've committed just keep getting better and better and, and, and reach that peak this year? You know, it gets me really excited being able to watch that. Um, you know, I watched every game this year. I think I've watched every game since I was like six. But, <laughs> um, you know, just being able to see this uptick that they've been on, winning more games every year and continuing to get better every year. And I really hope we continue that when I get there. 
Can you, what is, I, I would like to ask guys this, and I, I don't know how much Vince Merrow was involved in your recruitment specifically. I'm sure you talked to him a bunch, but what is it like being recruited by Vince Merrow? Yeah. Because everyone always kind of says, you know, he's just so great. Like, and I, you know, we, I was never recruited, so I don't know what Not that, what, what that kind of gets Not at. Yet. What's it like interacting with uh, the big dog? Uh, the big dog, he's great. You know, he was another guy. He kind of took over my recruitment uh, starting last year. Um, and just completely never let up. I remember, uh, you know, September 1st is the first day that college coaches can text you of your junior year. Um, and I remember sitting at bed, and at midnight of September 1st, Vince texted me um, and, was, <laughs> and was like, I wanted to be the, wanted to be the first guy to text you and, and let you know that we want you at Kentucky. So, um, you know, every interaction I've had with Vince is great. And every time I visit, I spend a lot of time with him. So it developed a gr- great relationship for, with him as well. John, you were talking about spreading the word among fellow recruits and sharing the good news and all that. And obviously social media has changed literally the world over the last couple of decades, and it's become a vital part of recruiting. And uh, I just thought it was cool when you when you committed, and your message was simple. You just said, for my old Kentucky home, committed, hashtag BBN. But you included uh, your, your your message, and then the would look like a poster of you in all kinds of poses with a Kentucky jersey. Uh, that That is so 21st century now. Uh, yeah. How much do you people in your generation really get off on that, or are we making too much of that? No, you know, I was a guy, I wanted to just be able to tweet it. I just wasn't going to be a guy that had a big announcement ceremony like a lot of right. guys do, or right. had some professional do a, a commitment video. But, <laughs> you know, I had an edits guy that I knew that had done my uh, top six schools edit, um, and he, you know, had told me he'd like to do my commitment edit as well. So we kind of just came up with that idea, um, and he did a great job, as oh, you yeah. saw. You know, it looked amazing. So. Um, you know, I've always kind of liked the aesthetically pleasing things in life. So, you know, the, the nice edit was good to have for the commitment. Yeah. But, um, you know, he did a great job with it, and he's done a great job with a lot of other guys as well. Along those lines, you know, when you go to UK, because I saw uh, Justin uh, Rogers had like a bunch of pictures with some guys up from Detroit where they did like a mini photo shoot. Like, how, how fun is that to do those things? You know, put on the jersey, do the mini photo shoot, or, you know, just do all those things that now they, they kind of offer. Yeah, no, it, it's great. It really gives me goosebumps anytime I get to put the jersey on and and you know, uh, you know, walk around in it. Uh, it's great to be able to do that kind of stuff. And as you saw, the pictures are really cool. And um, being able to Justin himself being able to do it with a bunch of guys that he knew and played high school ball with, and to put on the Kentucky jersey and pose with them was pretty cool. John, we can't thank you enough for your time, and we're looking forward to talking to you in person, uh, maybe before media day, but definitely then. And uh, congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All Thank right. you guys for having Have a good on. evening. That's John Young. What an interview. Thanks to John Young for that interview. Uh, we're going to wrap up this edition of the show in just a minute. I want to read some of the awesome feedback we've gotten on our social media. Uh, we got the Facebook group going in addition to the page. Obviously, the group is so we can facilitate a little bit more conversation. So I thought I'd share the comments we are getting um, from the group. Plus, we got some tweets as well. Um, from the last episode we recorded on the Friday one uh, about fruit. But before that, I do want to thank Hotels.com. They're a contributing sponsor to this podcast. And let me tell you, you don't want to hate like your friend's trip. You just need to book your own trip. So go to Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that, get rewarded. And remember, 
To get this show every day, subscribe to Locked on Kentucky on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlist and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Kentucky. You are Locked on Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I want to read some of the awesome comments we got from our Facebook group. If you want to check it out, I think we have the link on the Twitter account at Locked on UK or just search Locked on Kentucky on, on Facebook and then find the group. Like the page as well, like them both. We're going to keep stuff posted on both of these. Um, on uh, one of the podcasts last week, we were talking about Jaden McDaniels committing and I asked everybody what they kind of thought about Jaden McDaniels overall. Lindsey Roberts said, I'd rather have one year of Blackshear added to this group we already have. Yeah, that's very, very true in my estimation, mainly because there's some redundancy in the McDaniels um, position. Kentucky has a ton of wings already, and that's what he would have been. This kind of sounds like sour grapes, but I don't really think it is. You know, Kyle and I both had been talking about this for a while leading up to this Jade McDaniels uh, commitment where he eventually chose Washington. So um, that is what it is. Christy Edmonds said, he would have just been depth for us. He would need work. We'd be investing more in him than he could in us for a good amount of the season. It's more than likely he wouldn't fit into the starting lineup early on, if ever. Yes, it's always great to have guys who can bring shooting versatility to the wings and at the same time give our bench stability, which we very much lacked at the end of last season and needed. But I'm not upset we didn't get him as close as he seems to be with family, I'm quite sure his decision was well thought out. No one turns down UK lightly. And I think we're all going to see that the outcome is way better fit for him and for us. I tend to agree with most of that. Uh, we've kind of well documented of those things um, overall. All right, let's jump into the great fruit debate, which we talked about on Friday's edition of the show. If you missed that, go back and listen. Tyler Hero started us off in he started talking about how great pineapples were. Then P.J. Washington chimed in and mentioned strawberries. And then Nick Richards came over the top and said that mangoes are actually the best. It was hotly contested. Um, we put a little clip out on Twitter. Um, we got some replies to that. And Matt Boatman, our buddy, tweeted in and said, here's the order he would put those three in. He said, strawberries and mangoes are first and second. Toss the pineapple in the trash. Ooh. Kyle was, that was Kyle Tucker. He was defending defending pineapples for a while. Blue Stash 9 tweeted in and said, actually, all fruit is good. Yeah, that's a very that's a very kind of high-minded uh thought process. I I guess we can go along with that if we really want to think that way. It's not as fun, but honestly, it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, fruit is delicious on a lot of different, a lot of different avenues. Um, and then uh, Jeff West uh, hit us up on Facebook in the great fruit debate, and I really appreciate his comment because he used his emojis. He said, "Number one, strawberries. Number two, pineapple. Number three, mango." So there you go. You can check in on social media if you have any follow-up thoughts on fruit, the great fruit debate of 2019. Um, and until then, be sure to be following along with the show. Please rate, 
please review, please subscribe, please download the new Himalaya app. It's a fun podcasting app. It's a new toy. Give it a whirl. Um, you probably won't be disappointed. I don't think. Uh, learn something new about podcasts. They're personally curated. You can you can check out some new podcasts you didn't know about. Thanks again to Hotels.com and to La Rosa's for sponsoring this edition of the show. Please follow Kyle at Kyle Tucker underscore ATH and follow me at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Read Kyle's work on The Athletic and listen to me weeknight, 6 to 8 p.m. That was the interview earlier on Big Blue Insider and Sunday mornings, 9 to noon on Sunday morning sports talk. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Oh, also, please share. That would be very, very important. Sharing this podcast is caring. Sharing is caring. So share this podcast if you've had fun listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. You are locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.